Hey guys, it's Manny Alvarez with uh, Coach Chris Hulm. Uh, before we start this, uh, the student section report podcast, uh, you might hear some bumps and bruises along the way. It's kind of like sports when you got you get tackled or you take a charge, but uh, or you get hit with powder uh, all over you. Uh, yeah, powder, definitely. Coach. Uh, yeah, definitely. So you might you might hear some edits. You might you might hear a, a voice change here and there. Uh, Bear with us. We're not perfect. If I was, we'd be on the radio. But uh, yeah, well, I was gonna say I think uh, we we forget sometimes how amazing this technology is. Being able to record from anywhere in the world, whether we're in person, not in person, and and uh, so I'd say just sit back and enjoy and just uh, kind of appreciate the content that's inside, and uh, know that we are just trying to build other people up while we do this. Yeah. So uh, fair warning, but uh, enjoy the show, and we'll start right now. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, episode 19, the Student Sexual Report Podcast. I am Manny Alvarez, your host, Coach Chris Hill, my co-host. Coach, how you doing? Yo, what's up? Perfect. We are not super sick yet, um, but we're going to immediately, uh, we're going to talk about our boy lives in the final segment. We already have our guest on here. Um, we have a second guest coming up in the second, seg- second segment. You know, we were talking about expanding all over California and potentially Nevada, Oregon, Washington, as well as Arizona. And who better to talk to than Arizona Varsity's own Sandy Charles. She's also the, uh, the main reporter for the Arizona Cardinals. So uh, we'll talk to her about the situation down there. As far as COVID in Arizona and the student section game down there as well, as we're going to be um, poking our heads in that. But let's focus on our current guest, guys. Uh, I've checked these, uh, the student section out twice uh, once in December and then once in the middle of the basketball version of the Discovery Bowl. We will ask them what the Discovery Bowl is all about. But coming in from Mission Hills High School, the Grout crowd, we got Nathan Barraza. We got, uh, <laughs> we got uh, Delaney Schmidt, Noah Schloss, and Nicole Rich. Guys, thanks for being on. Of course. Yeah, of course. Thanks, thanks, for, having thanks for having us. What up? Hey. Yeah, what up, coach? <laughs> of course. And, uh, Despite, by the way, you guys were supposed to be on, I think in January or February, and obviously schedule changes that happens. My alma mater filled in for you guys. And then uh, last drastic change, this is being pre-recorded late, 8.30 p.m., past uh, Coach Hume's bedtime. But, yes, um, yes. I need, anyway. I need my sleep. I need my hair to regenerate. I'm bald. <laughs> no hair on you, Coach. Uh, but uh, – you know, we wanted to get you guys on. I've seen you guys several times, and you guys uh, dominated this year uh, on, this, on the basketball side. And I wish I could have saw you on, during football. But uh, anyway, thanks for being on. You know, uh, I didn't see much of you guys last year as far as social media, but I did see plenty of you guys on social media. Then I had the chance to come down there and check you guys out uh, against San Marcos and the Blue Crew. And then again, again, I think against Escondido. And I was down there in Escondido for a slow-pitch softball tournament. <laughs> Kit Carson Park, not, not too far away. But uh, I was very impressed. I mean, was was there an improvement as far as you got your guys' opinion this year compared to last year? Uh, yeah, major. Like, um, <clears throat> last year was pretty, like, lackluster and no communication and organization. So there was a lot of improvement that needed to be done this year. So we felt the need to step in and do that. Well, what do you think led to that improvement? And like, what's the major difference that like you saw the the growth from year over year? We we kind of just had like ever since like coming into just like being a grad crowd, it's kind of just like we kind of made a group chat like before we even knew we were the people that were doing it. So it was just kind of just like 
we um, knew that like our team needed us and uh, we just wanted to like put it, put ourselves out there to be try, try to just be the best at what we do. So is that uh, are you guys an individual like uh, group club uh, on campus or are you guys associated with uh, uh, your uh, student government, your ASB or your, or your USB? Yeah, we're in, we're part of ASB. We're a, or like a group within it. You know, um, Coach, you brought up that because last week our guest, the Almedina Rowdy Rooters, um, we were the first ones to say, you know, we took we took the student section away from, from ASB so it can let all the students know, let the rest of the students know that it's not just a leadership thing. It's just, this is for everybody and everybody's all welcome. Not to be, not to make it look like it's an exclusive club. While you guys do have it as an ASB thing, um, do you guys make a point to the other students to let them know, hey, this isn't just us. Like all are welcome. If you have, if you want to bring some input, let us know and we'll, we'll throw it in there. Yeah, I think it's kind of, it's always just been that way at our school. Like it's, yeah, we're run by ASB, but at the same time, like I think the students know, like it's just like the culture we have that the Grau crowd is the Grau crowd. And even though like ASB students usually run it, um, it's for everybody and it's just for everyone to go and have fun. So. You know, um, I was down there in December against Escondido, like I mentioned, and, uh, you know, it was the holiday break was around the corner, so I wasn't expecting a, lot, a, good crowd, uh, a large crowd, but I was impressed. But I did come down there for the San Marcos Mission Hills game, and I was very impressed, and I already assumed in my head, like, this is probably off the hook during football season. You know, the Discovery Bowl, big game against your rivals. Talk about that rival. We had AC Preps on last week, and he was talking about the big rivalry games, and he mentioned Discovery Bowl. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, like I, I don't know. It's like it's kind of like hard to explain, but I mean, it's probably like this at every every school with a big rivalry. But the whole week leading up to that to that Friday night, where the big game's gonna happen, is is just special. It's just you see like the school just of a lot of people just just come together and uh, all for one goal, and it's just like try to be better than the other school. But it's not like not not that many people are allowed to compete. Um, towards to get the victory but all these people come together to help support our school to be the best that we can and um just pretty much just have the best ability to like show what we got and like prove to us prove to everyone that we want to come out on top you know we see you guys on camera i just see like the other three laughing but <laughs> hey, we didn't know he's gonna go off <laughs> yeah that was amazing. That was amazing. <laughs> I mean, you guys, you guys had the AP test earlier today, so I must have been the book. Yeah, yeah, we had AP guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have all that pent up, you know, like uh, stress and anxiety. You just let it out, you know. <laughs> You're all done with it. You know, I know that. Is there a trophy for Discovery Bowl? Like, what yeah. Mm -hmm. There's two. What is it? I mean, there's. Is there like a bell? Is there like a cup? I mean. It's a cup. It's a. It's like a. It's a pretty big. I don't know if you can see me on camera, but it's just like. I don't know. It's just like a silver. It's on. It's on. It's on like a wood plaque underneath, and I'm pretty sure there's. They're just gonna raise that when there's. Um, all the years have added up, but there's only, I think about like 15. 15. Um, and we've only. Well, Mission Hills, we won, all of them except for two. Wow! Just brag a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> We take pride in that. Yeah. I do recall San Marcos never talking about the Discovery Bowl in detail about that. <laughs> but um, 
you know, uh, something what you mentioned again with Adam Paul from EC Preps, you know, Chris and I were talking about, I mean, while we do cover all of Southern California, you know, I'm normally in, either in the Inland Empire or Orange County or possibly LA. I don't get the chance to go, go down to San Diego. But what we do see down there is something that we don't have over here. And that's, you know, your local TV station, TUSI, is very active with student sections. CIS San Diego is very active with student sections with, I mean, you guys get a championship banner. Obviously, you know, San Marcos is one of a few of them, but, but you guys get to compete there. And it's kind of something that other sections, uh, other CIS sections don't have. I mean, have you guys seen that saying, wow, we got, we got, some, we get, we get more coverage than others kind of, uh, in a sense, I guess. I mean, yeah, that was kind of like the whole like banner and everything is kind of like an extra motivation for like us four to make the crowd even better other than just making sure like everyone in it has like a good time. But like, it kind of adds almost a sports like feel to it where like you're competing against everyone else for something. So it's, I don't know, it's nice to like when, like for the leaders, it's nice to give you like another motivation to try and like push it further each time. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, it, it, I, I like how uh, Manny kind of segued a little bit because you guys got the discovery, you know, and they got the banner. So I didn't know if you guys are, you know, uh, out, out for, uh, out for uh, blood next year. Yeah. You know, um, what's the preparation like for that game, though, with the Blue Crew? caution tape we had to caution tape like a little square in front of the crowd so we could stand somewhere and like lead it it, it was pretty crazy it's, it takes like a lot of advertising the yeah. week before to make sure like people show up and like the whole community comes and like so everyone knows what to wear and also and, also the clothes changes at, yeah. at, at half time that we, we all have to the and, and also that week we have the chick-fil-a challenge where we compete against San Marcos to see who can eat the most Chick-fil-A. And so- Oh! Oh, you got me! <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, it's super it's, it's, it's so cool. It's so cool. And I just jumped up from my seat. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, so it it's like that, the Sunday the Sunday before when Chick-fil-A is closed, um, the uh, ASB representatives from both schools get to go to Chick-fil-A and um, decorate half the school San Marcos and half the school Mission Hills, and it's kind of cool going to Chick Fil A during out the throughout the week, just supporting, buying breakfast before school, and then getting dinner after like a practice or something, yeah. and then seeing like pictures of like you and your friends up on the wall because like people have decorated it and put all these decorations up. It's just like yeah, like they they can talk. I mean, they did it. They were there that Sunday, but it's just like cool, just like seeing like even like the other faces from San Marcos that like. Like we're just all in this together just to like make the Friday night just a lot better. Wow, you guys just took it to a whole new level. You're taking it from <laughs> the, the the stands, student section from the stands, and now you're taking it to Chick-fil-A. This is great. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a whole competition the yeah. whole week. It's all right, so how many Chick-fil-A's? What's the record? What's the record? Oh, we, we don't we don't know <laughs> we don't man. we don't generally do too well in it because they have more people at their school. Oh, so you lost? We took it. We won. We won. So so this year they uh, divided it by how many people or what was the ratio? They it divided was, it by like how much you bought divided by how many students you have. So it yeah. was more fair. And we took it this year. I was down in the field when they gave us the check, and it was honestly so surreal because usually San Marcos wins the Chick Fil A challenge, but um, this year we won, and like I was just waiting for the announcer to say San Marcos, and then he said Mission Hills, oh and I was God. like, Oh my God! Yeah, our, the crowd just was, <laughs> it was so crazy sick. too. It was yeah. just so cool to see him. 
you, guys, but you don't have a you don't have an official number then. No. no. Dang. All right. Well, Where? how many Chick Fil A sandwiches can you eat uh, after a game? Oh, like three or four. <laughs> That's see. it. Yeah. That whole. I usually, like usually meal, I'll just get uh, just a spicy chicken, a medium fry, and then and then eat and then a nugget. <laughs> That's oh, that's it. Oh man, you gotta up your game. <laughs> that whole week, I eat like two yeah. two Chick Fil A meals a day. Yeah, there you go. Coach, um, Coach, I might have to send you on assignment uh, that Sunday before the Discovery Bowl to Chick Fil A. Oh no! I'll, I will. I will smash. I will smash Chick Fil A sandwiches. <laughs> you know, um. I mean, preparing for the Discovery Bowl is already big, but I mean, I feel like you have to prepare for every student section in the Avocado League. I mean, yeah. every school has a fantastic student section. You got the El Camino Jungle, the Oceanside Ship, Torrey Pines Chaos, uh, Carl's That Loud Crowd. I mean, what's it like every week having to prepare? I mean, La Costa Canyon Stampede. I mean, what's it like for every week? Like, we got to prepare because it's going to be a battle in the stands and on the field. It, it kind of depends. Like, we kind of look at, like, what the other crowd might be doing that week and, like, judge how, like, hard they might come at us, depending on, like, what their theme is and everything and, like, what they're trying to do. But definitely it's hard when we're in the same league with people like Carlsbad and, like, Tory Klein's and stuff. Like, we know we have to show up because we don't want our school to be, like, embarrassed in front of them. So <laughs> And then knowing Carlsbad and some of yeah. the schools are going to come out with fire and smoke and a DJ. It's just like we're not really allowed to have all those things. But come out, keep it original. We just try to, <laughs> we just try to do the best we, best we can just to – And keep the energy up. Yeah, yeah. that's really it. Just all right, so you have limitations. And what are your limitations for your student section? No speakers. No DJs. What? Fire. Yeah. No, no smoke. smoke. Wait, okay, time out. So is this a is this an administration thing or is this a yeah, district? Yeah, 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 admin. Yeah, administration, pretty much. Are they are they first time admin people? Like, I mean, I'm just wondering. No, <laughs> well, I mean, well, so so there's there's sometimes uh, problems with like, I mean, wind and stuff. So like a couple like I think a year a couple of years ago, um, we did we did some uh, not smoke but like the powder. Yeah. We thought yep. uh, a pink powder, and I'm pretty sure. An elderly gentleman yeah, uh, breathed it in and was hospitalized because he breathed in the, the so powder. We can't do that that so was we pretty much talked off, sadly, but um, I mean, well, for safety, it's for the safety of the people. No, I, I, it's, that's crazy. So, have you guys gone to confetti then? Is that what you went to this past year? We've done yeah, confetti. We did, we did confetti a couple times this year. We just get creative and kind of look at what we have and what's available. We on the uh, the. Remember we did the ocean game? We yeah. Did, like a sea of paper, like blue we paper. We cut out a bunch of waves for yeah. the crowd yeah. to hold up. We use a lot of pom-poms. Yeah, we do yeah. use a lot of pom-poms. Lights. No, I mean, I get it. I know, they're, you know, your school doesn't want exposure or anything like that, but just from my own experience and just several conversations, I think mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of admin that if they've been around the block, they're more willing to, I don't want to say take chances, but just kind of, you know, let the student body yeah. uh, do their thing versus someone that's kind of new into that position, maybe a first-time principal or a new, like, you know, whole, you know, staff of assistant principals that are, are, are on board that are like, no, absolutely not. So that's kind of why I was wondering, you know, what led me to your first question is, A, are you guys a part of ASB? And B, like, you know, I didn't even ask you, yeah, but where do you get your funding? And like, obviously C, you have, you're also, again, there's always a first every single week. Nobody's ever really talked about limitations on what you can't do. So it was kind of unique that you guys said, oh, well, you know, we can't do that. So that's why I was like, oh, well, okay, all right. So you have so much, but no speakers, huh? Yeah, so we're, 
unlike uh, our rival, we can't rely on our speakers. We kind of have to use. We like we prefer our voices and stuff more. Bravo. Thank you. You prefer what? We prefer our own organic voices as a crowd. Manny, what are organic voices? A bunch of happy people together, just yelling and screaming. He just is that like is that is that like going to a whole party city to get like you know, like Whole Foods, but Whole Party City, or like you know, open range voices. Wow, or like you know, instead of like Best Buy to you know get the stuff, it's like Trader Best Buys. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it just kind of reminds me. Um, I don't know if you you follow the other student sections on our on our page, but Villa Park Black Pack, their stadium, they're not allowed to have speakers. El Medina also shares that stadium, so kind of similar. Where, you know, I don't take away uh, the fact that you guys can't use speakers, but if I see the rowdiness, it counts, and I think I see that with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming CIS San Diego does the same thing as far as style of the fans. They don't they don't take away the fact that you can't use speakers, they just go on rowdiness. Um, yeah. yeah. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wow, that's a trip. You know, we, we talked to Sandy Charles of Arizona Varsity, and there have been situations where student sections might go a little too far. I know as far as Lincoln of San Diego, the Orange County and the student section there went a little too far, and it's happened before, whether it be in San Diego or the Inland Empire or LA. I mean, do you guys make sure that maybe one student just doesn't start a chant that might, you know, blow up and can be guys like a bad look? Do you guys prepare yourself for that? Um, yeah, uh, <clears throat> I would have to say a lot of the time this year it was me being the enforcer just because I'm, I'm just the bigger one of the group. And <laughs> I mean, oh, usually, I, I, got to, I usually saw the person who, or usually, and just I saw the person usually, like, just because I can see usually over everyone. Um, but it was just more of just like you point them out and just get to them as quick as you can before like it they, they spread, spread it. Yeah. before it spreads out. Yeah. Wow, dude, Manny, Manny, they have an enforcer. With yeah. Yeah. It was a security guard. Yeah, I mean, usually, got- usually the people that are like in the front row are the ones who try to start stuff. So it's pretty easy to like kind you of shut it, it down. But I mean, most t- most of the time it's like not. They don't really start anything bad. Yeah. Just like. We just don't want, well, like, people, our admin or anyone to get mad. People know, like, usually they can tell whether we start something or if someone else starts something. Yeah. So, and we have a pretty, pretty well, I don't know, our crowd follows us pretty well. Yeah. They listen pretty good. Well, I was, I was just going to say, when uh, I wanted to bring up the enforcer part, you know, <laughs> uh, and you say because you're the biggest guy. I'm like, do you know, <laughs> I mean, do you know who Yoda is? Like, he's, like, yeah, the yeah. smallest dude, but he's, like, the most powerful, powerful. you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, don't under don't underestimate like you know the the power of of knowledge. My <laughs> you know, um, last uh, the last several episodes we always talked to these student session leaders uh, where the seniors are leaving, but they kind of have they probably didn't do a a good job as far as kind of telling the underclassmen what to do and getting prepared for next year, and all of a sudden that student session takes a dip and they fall down. Um, have you guys had a preparation as far as telling the underclassmen, like, hey, like, this is what you have to do in order to kind of get this thing going? I mean, do you guys prepare for that? Uh, you want to go? Yeah, so our grout crowd has members from each grade level. So not only are there seniors and upperclassmen, we also have freshmen and sophomores. And so they're able to, engineers. like, engineers. <laughs> so they're able to, like, spread the message to 
other people who aren't just seniors and aren't people who are already so involved. And they kind of like take care of like their section. Like we're all like spaced out within the middle generally of the crowd. So they're kind of taking care of their age group and we're taking care of like ours and like the whole crowd as a whole. But I'm also, I'm, I'm in a, like a period of ASB with the like underclassmen, like the juniors and the sophomores and the freshmen. Whereas they're not necessarily with me in that period, but like we still meet together and stuff. So I'm with them every day, kind of like, they're helping me do like the dirty work you could call it and like the like lower work but like they're still learning along the process so then they'll take over next year may i wow. ask you know i've been to only one mission hills game and that was because i was covering a, a game we used to used to work for a website to cover all of san diego mm -hmm. i mean it was it was during thanksgiving weekend so i mean the grass tower wasn't there but you guys have a small like stand all concrete too i believe yeah um, yeah I mean, how large is that student section? I mean, do you guys cover half the stand? On, on Discovery Bowl day, we had to expand to the band section. So we had to, like, go over a whole, like, row. And even then, we still didn't have enough room. So it gets pretty hectic sometimes. <laughs> so what do the parents think about you guys? Uh, I think the parents, for like the us. most part, like us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, especially football parents. <laughs> since, we're in the, since we're in the middle and, like, facing away from, like, everyone, it's, like, usually, like, I don't know, sometimes my parents are – they usually come watch the games because my brothers are coaches. Um, but sometimes it's hard, It's kind of hard to hear us when, when we're yeah. all, like, going the opposite way and, uh, like, everything's so loud. And they kind of have, like, a hard time hearing us sometimes just because of, like, everything's just shooting the other way. And huh. – uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it's kind of weird. Kind of, again, that's kind of unique. Your setup's kind of unique because most student sections, uh, I mean, as they grow and get bigger and whatever over time, but uh, they start off on the side. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the parents, the parents and the family members usually occupy, you know, the middle of the stands, but you guys own the middle of the stands, you say. So that's mm -hmm. why I'm like, oh, dude, so you kicking the parents out to like, you know, the end zones or what? Like, yeah. sometimes. That's how, it's, that's how it's always been. And like, most schools we played this year, like, their stands are on the side and a lot of schools do that so that like they can do more things because their admin will let them do more things if they're on the side but we kind of like being in the middle because I just feel like it gives us a better like view and we get to like the football players can hear us more and it, it's so, kind of weird going to like away games too because um when we get there it's like away games we, we don't really prepare really to away games we just kind of show up and uh like our home games like we're already we already know we're gonna be in the middle Going to away games and say if we get there like a little later than the parents because the parents are watching the JV game, it's just like they're they're already surrounding the middle. And like, uh oh, find find a new yeah. spot, find a new <laughs> spot. We need just the biggest space as possible and just finding that spot and just like kind of just like just like claiming that area and the parents would eventually just kind of get out of the way. <laughs> wow. So you guys do travel. I know some student sections do travel, but in smaller numbers. Yeah, you guys have a small crowd. Is it actually? We traveled fairly. I said I would say fairly decent this year. We traveled. Yeah, we we did like the Lincoln playoff game. We had a pretty decent crowd there. Like we went, we went pretty much everywhere. Nice. So did you guys get a router bus, or you guys all traveled individually? Not individually. We kind of have a router bus. Yeah, I mean. My dad has a 2005 Suburban, so we just <laughs> get all my friends together and we just mob the game. That's, that's, that's very fun, but I'm telling you, man, once you get on a Reuter bus with, yeah, like, yeah. 80, 80, 90 screaming, raging, you know, like, uh, high schoolers that are, like, uh, want to just absolutely go bonkers at a football game, it, you cannot, like, beat that experience. It's just yeah. the that's best true. ever. 
Yeah, we buses. should definitely uh, give that to our Miss Hemman just because. School buses. Yeah, no, we do need help traveling for sure, yeah. especially the farther games because, I mean, uh, our school goes up to L.A. and uh, Palo Alto, so it's just kind of just we do. I bet they do need a crowd up there, so. Hey, the yeah. easiest way, to, as from where you guys are standing, the easiest way to sell that to your admin or your AP of activities, I'm telling you, pick two games on your schedule this year and, like, hope to get one, but pick two games that you want to go to away, even though there's, like, probably four to six, mm-hmm. and you say, hey, like, you know, we want to do this. We're going to have sign-up sheets. We'll have all your permission slips. Uh, we'll have it all done up for you. You know, obviously, we need, a, you know, a club advisor or the ASB director to be the adult in the situation. But, like, you get them to pay for the bus, and then if you get one Reuter bus away, then you got your experience for the season. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Into That'd it. be good. Yeah, that is a good idea. I like that. That's so cool, actually. Wait, yeah, I wish we would have thought about this yeah, year. <laughs> yeah, too late now. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, uh, I know that football and basketball are kind of the two main ones when it comes to student sections, but we have seen a lot of student sections, you know, do the volleyball thing. We're going to try to cover volleyball this year uh, as far as student sections. We were going to cover boys volleyball student sections, but uh, this, this COVID thing kind of got in the way. Um, do you guys also do other sports like volleyball, soccer, water polo? Oh, uh, we, there was like right before COVID, our academic team actually had their senior night. So we had a pretty big crowd show up to that. And then we show up to some soccer games every now and then. I can, I can do you guys and I play baseball too. Yeah, baseball. <laughs> there's, some, there's some good comments actually that I heard. We kind of, I don't know if it was you guys, but there's some, I just heard some things from the crowd. I was like, what? You know, wow. um, I played baseball in high school and I barely made a team because that team was so good back then. And that was kind of like the bread and butter of the school. So we had a student section there. And I believe it's just like what Nathan said. It was they got pretty ruthless. They had a line, but we just chuckled. In, I chuckled in the dugout. But anyway, I, I've noticed a lot in the spring. You don't see a lot of softball or baseball student sections, so it's kind of unique that you brought up that they show for baseball games. Yeah. Um, but in the spring, I mean, I know for a lot of student sections, in the spring they're exhausted and they're tired because they've been traveling all year. They want to kind of finish the school year. Do you guys? Did you guys have that kind of issue? Like the kids, are like they were exhausted. We did basketball, football, and all these stuff on the side. We're going to take a break. Yeah. I, well, I mean, kind of COVID kind of messed that up for us. But, like, in the yeah. past, I feel like in the spring, there just isn't, like, as much excitement anymore. So people just kind of stop going. And it's like, then AP exams start. So I think yeah, I gonna, just kind of get distracted. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's you got it. You blame it on the AP, right? Like, I mean, for real, <laughs> Academics get in the way. <laughs> No, no, I know. Um, and again, I don't know if like uh, you've listened to the the shows before previously, but that's been a topic that Manny and I have brought up to several student sections. Is that you know most of the seniors uh, or people that are going to transition from their junior to their senior year, um, yeah, they go through that whole process of trying to get ready for graduation. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, I mean, do you think that is the probably the number one reason why you know there's such a huge, huge spirit level? Uh, the first two seasons, and then that third season, it's just like crickets. Yeah, I think, I think like, because the third season takes place mainly second semester or all second semester, which is generally the more academic one, whereas in the first semester, we're all still kind of, like, hype and energized being back at school and, like, football. Everyone knows, like, fo- like you look forward to football coming back to school, and then, you know, basketball is around, like, Christmas time. 
it's like you have something to like look forward to when you come back from all these things. I think I think honestly, right when you come back from Christmas break, it's yeah, just, it's just a push towards the end. Yeah, it's just like you just want to finish. Like those three weeks during Christmas, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind, of, kind of being away from school it just kind of gets you just. Well, see, man and I had our theory. It's more like, yo, we seniors. Like, all oh, this last part of the year, we out. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I would think it'd, be, I think it'd be more like fuel to, like, have more inspiration to, like, yeah, baby, like, we done. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. let's go bonkers. But, no, no, that's good that you guys, uh, you know, you're getting into, you know, preparing for your AP exams, you know, tying down all the knots and getting ready for college. That's That's good. You know, I want to bring up this one thing before we get to the ever popular food uh, topic. Um, always food topics? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, always, oh, yeah, food, dude. Okay, yeah, we, 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 <laughs> we're um, But anyway, you know, we talked to St. Charles about the COVID situation in Arizona, and we talked to many student sections, and mainly the seniors, about the COVID situation that pretty much affected the final months of their high school lives and prom and graduation and all these other great things they were going to experience. I know for you guys, it's a, it, I mean, I'm sure it sucks not getting to experience the same things, you know, me and Chris experienced decades ago. Um, I mean, do, I mean, what's, I mean, how, how have you guys handled that? I know for a lot of high schools, most of the people you see on the high school campus, you're probably not going to see again. Or unfortunately for me, it just happened recently where some of the kids' names you're going to hear about, did you hear who passed away? And I mean, I'm, I'm of age now that, you know, they're, they're going to be leaving. But, uh, well, not so much. I'm 34, but 34 is <laughs> old for you guys. Um, I mean, what's been, how, how have you guys handled the situation? Um, I honestly, I feel like sometimes I like haven't even accepted it yet that yeah. I'm not getting all these memories. Like, I mean, like right now, like we, right now, like nothing's really, we're, I mean, we're missing out on prom and graduation and everything, but those dates still haven't happened yet. I think once they pass and nothing like, and we don't get to experience that, it'll be, it'll hit harder, but it just, I don't know, it just really sucks. I mean, I'm excited for college, but it just sucks that we got kind of like robbed of our memories. And right now, like with our group of friends, like we're trying to, instead of like, trying to find a replacement, trying to hopefully like things will open back up and we can just, I don't know, maybe go on a trip or, yeah. I don't know, we'll see. I saw the coolest thing this week, and I haven't seen any other high school do it. Um, Rancho Cucamonga High School uh, did a walk-by. They called it a drive-thru, but it's really cool. They uh, made an appointment uh, with their students, and they broke it up, you know, this whole week. And where you still got to walk across, shake the person's hand, get your diploma, and then walk by and have your name called. That's, 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 that's what we're doing, too. That's pretty dope. Like, I mean, that is the coolest thing ever. Like, I was just thinking, like, man, like, you could beat the crowds. You don't have to, like, your parents are there to see you or your family members or whoever. You're all social distancing. Um, I mean, that's such a cool, cool experience that um, I don't know. Like, I, if I was, I mean, I like crowds and stuff like that, but the day's about you. And I don't know, like, you have your principal, you have all your counselors, you have, you know, the walkway, and it's all yours. There's nobody else there. So how, how like, intimate and, like, individualized is that for you for your experience? Uh, I mean, like, when it, when it came out at first, like, that, that's what our school was going to go ahead with. Like, obviously, there was some excitement that we're still having, like, some sort of graduation, and we're still getting, like, part of the feeling. But I think, for me, at least, the, 
I was more focused on the afterwards, like graduating with like all my friends and stuff and yeah. getting to like talk to them like pictures, right after yeah. pictures and pictures, stuff. Even, come on now, bro. And like I, 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 don't want... I don't know. I was going to say, as you all know, there's a lot of people that aren't social distancing yeah. right now. So, like, for you to, like, you know, like, you know, have a, I, I don't know, like, I just think that, like, you're going to go and, and be with your friends after anyways, you know what I mean? Probably, so, yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, probably. Yeah, I just, probably. I mean, <laughs> I, know you probably, I know you probably know a whole bunch of people that are, you know, like, pretty close together and stuff like that, and yeah. hanging yeah. out, and, you know, doing their thing and all that kind of jazz, you know, during this pandemic. <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean, that's yeah, yeah, pretty cool. That you guys get at least an opportunity to uh, to walk in a, in a sense. But uh, hopefully we see the – I'll see the ground crowd soon. I'm not going to be covering football in the fall, so I'll get to travel down to San Diego and see the Discovery Bowl myself. But uh, I do already travel down there. I uh, Like I said, I played baseball in high school, so I'm assuming Nathan's a baseball player, right? Yeah, I am. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, you'll probably be just like me and end up playing slow pitch softball at some point. Um, Already, <laughs> I play. I play in a tournament down in Escondido at Kit Carson Park like twice a year. And one of those times, I went down there and checked in my hotel, and then drove to Mission Hills to check you guys out, like in December. Um, but anyway, when I go down there every time for a, for a softball tournament, I go to Mike's Barbecue, which is like not too far away from Mission Hills. Yeah, right next to, yeah, it's like right, right in Escondido next yeah. to the Dicks and uh, yeah, yeah, no, I've been to the ribs there. I, definitely, I like, I like it there. The ribs there, oh my the gosh. Ribs, the mac and cheese, yeah, the chicken. I mean, I check into the hotel across the street so I can just like walk back to my hotel. And <laughs> but um, I'm assuming, I mean, maybe it's that place. Do you guys have like a mom and pop shop you guys go to? Oh, I know that well, Chick Fil A's your go to, but like something outside Chick Fil A in and out. Money pit, money pit money for pit. sure. Like yeah. money pit and Rigoberto's. It's just a, just they're like two. It's a Mexican food place and just this American almost diner feel. Yeah. Feel just uh, drive through. Just it's it's, so this this money pit is just like <laughs> okay, I could just keep talking about it. It is. It's pretty good. And they're right next to each other too. Yeah, they're yeah. In the same place. And they're like right down. They're on Mission Road, just right right next to our school. Just after games, it's packed. There's a line out the door usually. All right, if I'm going down there to check the growl crowd or down there for softball, I gotta make sure I, I stop by Money Pit then. Yeah, no, for sure, Money Pit. Breakfast what do you get that? What okay, so if we go, what do you get? What's the what's the item? Are you going for breakfast, lunch, or dinner? <laughs> oh man, you name it. Just name me, name me. I'll order it whenever. Just uh, what, the, the, okay, the, the mess. The mess is just <laughs> it's just like pretty much an, just a bunch of eggs mixed together with meat, vegetables. French toast French is toast. outstanding there too. Mm -hmm. They're honestly, if you just keep it simple, they're chicken tenders and fries. Yeah, <laughs> they good. make them so great. Wow, they're that's like Canyon. Cheap. Hey, Manny, you remember the Canyon? They they got the you know the Comanche combo at at Vaughn's. I do they still do. By the way, Canyon's my alma mater in Anaheim, but uh, they had a place called the Comanche Bar or something like that. I don't remember that. I know they were talking about takoyaki that uh that uh teriyaki place, but uh. No, I just find it interesting, like the chicken fingers, man. You had you you sold me. I'm I gotta go get them now. I'm hungry. <laughs> and then they even have like the what I usually get all the time, just because it's a little healthier. It's a it's a chicken chip wrap. So, oh, that's yeah. so it's like a burrito, and then there's like lettuce, and then the fried the chicken strips are just in the middle of it. And have some cheese, ranch, and tomatoes. Oh, it's pretty good too. You guys and chicken. 
Yeah. Wow. You can you can officially adopt me, okay? Like, <laughs> I'll stick to the ribs at Mike's Barbecue, but I'll have to stop by there next time I'm down there. Guys, uh, thanks for being on. I know you had a, a busy day with AP, and um, I mean, hopefully you guys make the best of, of the rest of your senior year, and um, you know, you guys made the Grout Car an attraction for us. We'll have to check them out in the future Thank and uh, give you guys the credit for that. But uh, Thank you. guys, thanks for being on, and, and, and uh, take care. Yeah good, luck. yeah, good luck on those results. Hope you guys all got fives. Thank <laughs> you. Hope to see you at Money Pit sometime. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Coach Yolm from SoCal Student Sections, uh, the SoCal Student Report podcast. If you are interested in sponsoring our program, we'll blow your business up. Oh, my goodness. Imagine if you sponsored the show, how amazing your growth of your business could be. So consider it right now. If you're listening or you know somebody that could possibly benefit from sponsoring the program and it can help them change their life for their business, or you know that they want to help you out, go ahead and hit us up. DM us, contact us, email us. We are ready. We are needing sponsors for the show. We want to help you. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Welcome back. Segment two, episode 19, the student section report podcast. Manny Alvarez, your host, Coach Chris Hume, the co-host. Coach, we just talked to the Mission Hills Grow crowd, a fantastic student section that had a fantastic year. We've been talking about uh, expanding our coverage all over California and, and Arizona, and why not bring in someone that's been all over the Arizona high school scene than uh, Arizona Varsity's own Sandy Charles. Sandy, uh, thanks for being on. Of course. Thanks for having me, guys. Wow. What's up, Arizona? Welcome. Welcome to the, the SoCal Student Section Report family. I love the expansion, and why not with the best state of Arizona? <laughs> of course. Uh, why, why, do I, why did I pick Sandy? Well, uh, she's pretty much family at this point, so it was kind of easy access to get someone from, the, from AZ. So. Um, but anyway, you know, obviously, uh, I mean, we worked together with a uh, high school showcase football game, but you're all over the scene on high school football. I mean, is the scene, I don't know if you've seen the scene with, with Southern California and high school sports, but is it different in Arizona? Um, it, yes and no. It's still, I would say, I, I wanted to go with the talent, and that's not even correct, because I would say that Arizona is comparable. But the student sections go just as crazy, the session for football so I really think that it's a pretty even field playing field now that I've lived in California and seen it firsthand and then moved back home to Arizona now I cover it and I'm sidelining every Friday doing it I really the need and the want and everything for prep sports here the obsession with it is just as big and I really never thought that I would see that after living in California uh, I was really surprised, pleasantly surprised at how much Arizona just loves their prep and loves their football, and it's just awesome. Well, that's that's great. I mean, do you think uh, do you think the only difference is just media coverage itself? You know, I mean, because obviously the two major uh, media conglomerates in the United States, New York, and, and you know Southern California, but uh, we're talking about Arizona. So, do you think that's like one major reason why? Um, I will so. What, to Manny's point, when we covered that football thing together and I was doing a bunch of research on the guys, I only found research from Arizona and California. So, like, 
any other guy from any other state that we had to cover that weekend. I didn't, I couldn't find stories on them. I couldn't find anything. And that was the moment it hit me. Wow. Arizona's media, high school media is really doing a fantastic job. Every, every single outlet from East to West in Arizona is just crushing it. So I don't even know if I would say anymore that this, the California media is just covers it a little bit better because at that time in that moment I was like wow we're really we're up there with California proud like you know kind of patting myself on my back like way to go Arizona media so I'm not (laughs) sure anymore that you can say Arizona has or doesn't have that media coverage because they do you know um I want to kind of get get this out of the way because it's something we have to talk about obviously COVID has kind of stopped put a stoppage on everything I know today that um MLB saying they're going to start playing baseball in July. I'm assuming no fans. But um, how is the scene over in COVID uh, as far as high school sports? I know that here in SoCal, they're wondering if they're going to start football on time in uh, late August. Yeah, same. There is, everything's just still so up in the air from pro all the way down. Um, like I, I was on a Zoom call this morning for the Cardinals, and they're hoping by the end of this week they'll have more answers. And my boss for – AIA is kind of planning to still be on track, but again, you have to have that backup of, okay, it might not happen. So that's really, besides the seniors this year, just the senior spring sport people losing their season this year, now the football season, not knowing how do these guys train, because there's a difference between getting on a field and learning where to line up and how to do this and how to tackle and doing it through Zoom and reading everything. So will these players be up to par when it, if it comes? And if it comes, when is it coming? Are we starting in August or is this getting pushed back? Everything really, really, really is up in the air. But to your point, I know that everyone's planning as if there's going to be a football season. Yeah, I saw something uh, just this week uh, here in California that uh, there will be a football season, but it could be possibly delayed, you know? So mm-hmm. almost uh, a, a mixture of seasons, you know, how you have a, a fall season and a winter season. And they're saying that maybe possibly football would be like a hybrid where it would start, you know, close to what's normally the end of fall and run, you know, later into the year, possibly the beginning of the year, sort of like what, uh, you know, NFL playoffs does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, is that only California? Do you think I for, or is it, do you think it'll be kind of across the board? Cause that would be really interesting. Shoot. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I thought, I found it fascinating. I mean, cause yeah. it solves the COVID. It, it solves it. It gives it people a little bit more time to prep the ADs, mm-hmm. you know, all the, um, uh, administrators. I mean, here CIF, you know, uh, it gives a lot of people a lot of time to prepare, to work out finite details. So, I mean, obviously, it's probably open and available to every decision maker across the United States and Arizona included. But I don't know if people are in the mindset to make that type of decision or not. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's right now planned for we're having a season and then, okay, no season, let's scramble. What can we kind of do to make sure some semi form of a season happens? Kind of what Major League Baseball is doing. Okay, they don't want to not have a season. So now what, we can, what can we do to have a mini season? So I feel like that, that'll be where football is going to be at. Yeah. Um, and then for you, I mean, you're running around every week, it seems. You got the Cardinals, you got the high school sports scene. So this is kind of a unique situation for you where you kind of have nothing to do at the moment. I mean, every now and then, but it's not as uh, hectic, I guess, for you. Yeah, it's, 
it's crazy. I've actually been, it actually, I was talking to Gabe who Gabe, you know, your brother, <laughs> he, and I was telling him just like, I haven't noticed that much of a difference in my like life and schedule of work, except for one, I'm not traveling for major league baseball right now, but the workload, I still worked seven days a week this last week, uh, whether it was zoom interviews or whether it was writing or like this week, I'm posting the full show for sports360az.com that airs on Fox Sports. I'm hosting the whole show. So really, I've seen not a drop in work at all. And there's still things that we've been doing, um, which I thought at first, I mean, that when that first day came and MLB Network sent everyone home and I was like, oh, shoot, I'm out of a job until the time being. I, it was hard. It was really, really hard. But then one by one, people adapt and you do Zoom and you do Skype and we're back at it. You know, um, Chris, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking to Carlos Arias who runs extra inning softball. And he's pretty much doing the same thing where he's keeping busy and talking to these softball players uh, and asking them what they're doing in the meantime because their season's over. And then the, the, you know, the PGF national championship is probably in danger of being canceled. Mm -hmm. I mean, so are you talking to players, basically seeing what's going on, on their side? Are they preparing uh, to get ready for a, an upcoming season if there is one? I mean, there's other players in other, in other sports as well, but I think we're just more focused on football here. Yeah, I've only talked to football players and to see what they're doing and how they're preparing. Um, just Mainly I've talked to seniors that are now preparing to go on to college football. So Jake Martinelli, who's the senior quarterback out of Horizon, incredible talent on and off the field. I just talked to him last week and just kind of seeing how he's preparing to Nick. I mean, he's going on to college ball. That's completely different. So talk to him, how he's staying healthy and working out at home and staying active. And he said that they have team Zoom every single day and they're breaking up into their groups, whatever, you know, that would be offense and then quarterbacks. And so, I mean, they're staying active. It's just completely different from sitting on a chair watching it to being out on the field and filling the grass and running through your reads. Yeah, I, I'd say it, to add to your point, no, I, I know that uh, several, I've had several conversations and uh, different messages come across my phone. Uh, I know there's several high schools here in the local area that um, it, it, it's a new way of doing things. So COVID, I think it just advanced it a little bit technology-wise where all their new incoming recruits, the incoming freshmen that are coming across, you know, the teams, uh, I mean, that's a whole process. Anybody that knows prep sports, especially, you know, high school football, uh, know that uh, to get the whole brand new crew of eighth graders transitioned into being high schoolers and football starts early in the summer was through summer camps and figuring out what levels, uh, you know, that talent is going to go to uh, all of them. Same thing. Like you said, uh, they get introductory. They're going through uh, a virtual tour of the program mm -hmm. uh, through Zoom and Google meetings. Uh, you know, they're, they're in doing introduction to the coaches, going over the playbooks. They're already starting that process. And I'm just like, wow, this is really extremely fascinating. On, on the other end with Carlos, like, like uh, Manny had said, I know several softball players. Now, I mean, basically the softball season is over. But mm -hmm. most of those girls that play softball are year-round athletes. So they got clubs. So their clubs have already, I mean, they're already swung into the next, you know, they're already preparing for this next, you know, go around in the annual cycle. So they're, yeah, they didn't get to play a high school season, but man, they are already, you know, at home training, training videos across social media, mm -hmm. Instagram, Twitter, you know, everybody's, you know, tagging each other, trying to get hype. You see other coaches, you know, they're, 
they're taglining with each other, trying to team up and, you know, encourage and try to keep that, uh, that vibe going. But I don't think that anybody has stopped. I, I know people think like, mm-hmm. oh, poor me. And, you know, oh, I'm so sad COVID. Yes. But from an administrative and a functionality and, you know, efficiency, I, those teams are not stopping. I mean, they're, they're still going forward and uh, good for them, you know, good for them. Yeah. I agree. I 100% don't think there's any kind of stoppage or working out or anything like that. Um, in fact, I was on a call today and, and someone was saying that this has actually brought them all closer, which is interesting, but I, it's a cool silver lining to all of this. So that's great. You know, um, obviously that's, that's fun. I get to the student section thing. Um, but you know, we wanted to expand because we're starting to notice some student section. I mean, you're covering a game. My brother decides to go watch a game and you'll send me a video of a student section. And I was thinking, you know what, maybe we should um, expand. And luckily a student section in NorCal wanted to be on the show. And we said, you know what, let's do this. Um, I don't know if you've seen the videos on, on our end, but uh, I mean, is there a, is there, is a different comparison from Arizona student sections to the ones in SoCal or is it just, you know, there's just no exposure out there as far as the kids in the stands. Um, it's definitely, you're definitely in a niche, which is great that you've tapped into. Um, Arizona Varsity Chile always does a great job with highlighting the Arizona school sections out here. Um, there's one in particular that I will never, ever forget, and that's the Highland, and they call themselves the Fanatics. And that, it was crazy. It was one of my probably third to last or second to last games I was sidelining last year of the regular season. They have air guns. There's, um, what's it, firecrackers, like everything. Like there's just, the student section is going crazy. There's, it's kind of like if you were at a football game or an NBA game and the, you know, the cheer team comes out with, which has guys and they're doing the air thing. Oh, it was just awesome. I was like, this is a high school game. <laughs> so, and what's the, um, what do they do on fire? The fireworks, that's what it is. Fireworks would go off after every touchdown. I was like, okay, wait, wow. this is pro. <laughs> so <laughs> it was really, really cool. Um, it was cool to be a part of and see. I, I had yet to see that out in Arizona. I know Liberty, I think Liberty Lunatics is what they call themselves. They're really good as well in Williamsfield. Um, yeah, so there's definitely a scene and it's definitely out there in Arizona, like I just said, with Highland. They really take it serious. They have their own Twitter. They have everything. But there's only, from what I know, and I could be wrong, so you can DM me, you can write me, I could be wrong. Um, Chile and Arizona Varsity are the main people that kind of highlight it. I think over here, I mean, OC Varsity, which I, I work for on a freelance basis, is the owner highlighting it. And uh, it started when I did OC sidelines and we moved on to SoCal sidelines. And I thought, you know what, we need a platform for this. And uh, hopefully, I mean, I get your insight and then we, we start going in Arizona and see what's going on down there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, was, go ahead, Chris. Now, I was going to say, if you had a uh, top five, uh, I don't want to put you on the spot for a top 10. But uh, he had a top five of, of uh, schools that are doing it right out there that, you know, Manny and I could uh, check up on or you could check up on or uh, kind of start that relationship with. Who would it be? Who stands out right now that in, in the Arizona landscape? The very first one's going to be Highland because that is the first team that I've ever seen have an air gun. And it was multiple air guns. So it was one that the people had. And then the one that's like the big one that goes like I can't even – it's like a pinwheel – and then the fireworks, 
Um, and oh, the drum line. Oh, there's a, there's a kid. I'm sure you've seen his video went viral. He's a percussionist. If not, I will send it to you. It is fantastic. He was on Jimmy Kimmel. Like their whole, their band, he's in the, he's in the band, but he does percussions and he's very passionate about it. Fantastic kid. And that's just kind of sums up what Highlands fanatic, yeah, fan, fanatics are all about. Then the Liberty Lunatics, um, Williamsfield, I don't think they have a name, but they showed up. I mean, they packed the stands. Let's see who else. Uh, Desert Edge was really, really good. That was one of my first games. Saguaro's always great because they have one of the top teams, not only in the state, but in the nation. Um, that's my top five. Chandler, you can't go wrong with the Chandler Wolves. I mean, they won the whole state last year. So those would be, I guess, my top six. But definitely Highland. You have to get to Highland. See what they're all about. Check out their Twitter. I don't know what it is offhand, but I can send it to you. But it, it's incredible. And they are so active on Twitter even. That just shows how active they are. If they're active on Twitter, that's how active they are in life. <laughs> yeah, we love the Twitter. We love the Twitter. Oh, of course. And then Instagram as well. Um, a few more questions. We'll finally let you go. I know you just got home. You haven't, you haven't even settled yet. But, uh, you know, as far as, you know, um, I know over here we've had some situations where student sections tend to go a little too far. And unfortunately, because of social media and, and you know, camera phones, it's, it's leaked out and they find out maybe uh, someone says something that's very insulting. And then the school has to finally, uh, you know, kind of get it, kind of get it taken care of. But the, the image is kind of dead after, not dead, but damaged. You know, uh, I know it happened with San Clemente and Lisa Miguel. Uh, it happened with my alma mater, like maybe eight, nine years ago. Have, have you guys had those situations where a student session might take it too far and it's just something that just they didn't think through? I have not ever, I haven't had heard that or seen that issue out in Arizona at all. And me being under, so AZ Preps 365 is under the AIA, which is in, it's comparable to your CIS. I've never seen anything like that. They've all been really good. <laughs> no, so I, I would have to say that Arizona takes the classy way. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've never uh, heard or read anything, but anything like that. Is Arizona kind of got that small town vibe type of football thing, kind of like Texas? I mean, not nowhere near as Texas, but kind of like Texas. I mean, it's not like over here where you can just say, let's go to the beach instead or go down to LA and do, you know, Disneyland or whatnot. I mean, there it's, I mean, it's, it's desert, and, and then, I mean, I'm probably missing something out there, but <laughs> is it more of a small-town feel? Uh, yes and no, only because everyone does love their football games, and on Friday, it does go. Like, they, that's where they go, but it's not, I mean, I lived in L.A., and it's not much different. The traffic is all the same. Everything is the same. I, I mean, even when I wasn't covering high school football on Friday nights, Gabe and I would just go as our date night to go, you know, kind of scout and watch the players. And that was just for fun. So <laughs> it's definitely, and it's something where everyone wants to be on Friday nights um, because it's so great to see these athletes at such a young age kind of flourish. So definitely a young, I mean, um, a Texas feel, but not, you're right, not as big as Texas, but it's definitely competitive with our you know friday date nights what do you want to do wow wow that's that's the best that's that's awesome it was just something you know and then luckily i got a job with it because it's what i love so much but it's just fun you go out and you're home early i mean we're 
just homebodies as it is. So it's definitely, it's definitely a family fun night. Well, I mean, we got to, we, we can always ask you guys as a correspondent for basketball season, when you go to on a Friday night day, check out these student sections. Um, but I'm assuming your Friday night will be a fall game and then going out to check out, you know, um, go out to eat for dinner. Now, I, uh, I don't know if you've seen the past podcast, but we always, we always talk about food. We're big foodies. Every time I travel to a game, I always have to go to this, like, mom-and-pop eatery nearby. Um, is there, like, a mom-and-pop place that, uh, that you guys go to, like, your spot? Like, let's say, whether it's in Scottsdale or in Chandler or maybe when you come back home, uh, is there a place that you get, like, your go-to spot? Well, we have two, so it depends on if we're feeling Mexican food or if we're feeling pizza, because those are just our things. And um, Valle Luna, Valle Luna is our go-to for Mexican food. So good. And then, so we'll pick that up or we'll go, sometimes we'll eat it in the car. We'll try it. Sometimes we'll try and take it into the games. Some schools don't allow it anymore, so we don't. Um, if not, it's Venezia's Pizzeria, which is so good. And so those are our go-tos, and we have to do it on our Friday date night, if, depending on the game, because there's a couple of those all over. And so, we're, well, those are two go-tos, and we, we don't steer from it ever. See, my, uh, I, I'm familiar with uh, your area a little bit. Uh, my nephews live in Arizona, or they did in high school, and they went to uh, Queens Creek. And so uh, out that way, you guys have Waffle Houses. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm from the South, so I grew up on Waffle House. There's none in California, and it's kind of like the Chick-fil-A syndrome where you want them to expand. Please come out <laughs> here to California. Man, I could, dig, I could dig me some Waffle House, you know, on a Friday night after a game or something. That would be legit. That would be awesome, actually. That would be really good. And there's one right by our house. Oh, yeah, that would be so delicious. lucky. You are so lucky. I don't think people even understand the Waffle House. Diner style, got everything on the menu. Southern cooking is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're making me want one. I haven't eaten all day today because we drove, and I'm like, yes, now give me a waffle. <laughs> I mean, you are back in Orange County, so you can stop by in and out. But uh, Yes. Anyway, you know, uh, wanna, I mean, I want to thank you for, for being on. And, you know, wanted to get the quick insight on what student sections to look at for in Arizona. If for some reason to come in and visit uh, you, and, you and my brother down there. I'll just stop by and check out a game and uh, beat the third wheel to your date night. Um, yes. We've been begging you for way too long, Manny, FYI. Oh, I know. I've been, I mean, I, you tried to get me a job down there uh, as far as high school sports, but uh, if I do, now I have a reason. We're going to be covering Arizona as well. Yes. But, uh, Sandy, thanks for being on. I'm sure I'll see you and my brother uh, later on this week. But uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Hopefully uh, we'll see you on the sideline soon. Of course. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Yeah, I appreciate it. Nice talking with you. Nice talking with you. Hey, guys. Manny Alvarez with Coach Chris Hume, part of the Student Section Report podcast. Coach, we see the best bands, the best student sections. These students have all the love for their school and their uh, athletic sports teams there. You know, uh, I feel like it should be a benefit for people on the outside, right? Yeah, definitely. I, I know there's a lot of businesses, corporations, just others in the community that could really definitely benefit from sponsoring the program. Uh, I know there's a, a lot of people, a lot of students that are involved. And uh, to get exposure is, is a great way to get your business's name out there. Exactly. In order to do that, you guys can always message uh, myself, Manny Alvarez, or Coach Chris Hulme, or SoCal Student Sections, which I think you can prefer that one since it's the main hub. 
or you can go on our website and, and uh, send us a message. We'll gladly do business with you, and you guys can be our official sponsor of the Student Section Report and SoCal Student Sections. That's all of Southern California, so it's a big benefit in, uh, in a big region. So, um, guys, check us out. Check out our podcast and talk business. You can be our official sponsor. Yeah, thanks in advance, and uh, we'll definitely grow your business. Guys, welcome back to the third and final segment of the Student Section Report podcast. I'm Manny Alvarez, your co-host, Chris Huell. What's up? Uh, another big week. Uh, we had a San Diego student section, and we had someone with some interest in Arizona student sections. Next week, I might as well go over the uh, schedule. We are back in Orange County. We got the Fairmont Prep Loud Crowd, one of the, I would say, one of the best small school student sections in Southern California. They have a small um, amount of students on campus, but they bring it in the stands and they go crazy. And uh, I've seen them a few times, amazing student section. They travel, they're gonna be on. We're probably gonna have someone from uh, a reporter from Orange County back on Orange County, the OC uh, varsity reporters uh, and talk about, you know, obviously what's going on with COVID, any updates and obviously some students. Yeah, I know next week, uh, the week after that, we got the Villa Park Black Pack Blue Crew and the, bar- and the marching band. The week after that, the Eldorado's Ho- Eldorado Hawks Nest. And then we're going to add an extra episode. The Los, Los Osos Grizzly Nation is going to close out season one. So uh, four, more, four more episodes, then we're, we go into the uh, little uh, announcer series. Um, anyway, Coach, uh, just a quick recap on, on today's uh, guest. First off, the uh, Mission Hills Grob Crowd, you know, uh, they should be exhausted, kind of like us right now. Uh, it's like close to 9.30. But uh, they, brought, they brought the house. They were excited, enthusiastic, and, and it's, it kind of fits perfectly with the improved student section we had this year. Yeah, I, I, I think they're energized and, and they're strong because all that protein from that chicken that they eat down there. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, no, it's kind of interesting. They had – a lot of different like points uh we always do first on the show it's the first time that we talked about limitations uh, about what they can and can't do and you know as far as speakers and, and and powder and stuff like that um but they had some uh really cool energy that i just kind of you can totally tell talking to them about how proud they are of their school and and, and what they do and uh again being one of those um different student sections as well most student sections are off to the side uh, they they own the middle uh, and they pretty much bring it. So uh, I thought it was pretty awesome to to kind of hear them and uh, the confidence. I, I mean, we didn't even talk about it in the in the segment, but I love their confidence, their confidence of what they're doing. Uh, and, and they don't have to be you know putting up fireworks or, or doing anything like that. But they just sound really really proud of who they are. I, that's something I really liked about them. You know, and uh, I enjoyed them, and I never even noticed the speakers and, and all the other, you know, uh, deck, the other, uh, uh, the confetti and all that stuff. And I'm wondering, like, man, if they did have that, I wonder where I'd put them. You know, I'd probably be even more floored than usual. So, uh, yeah, I know it's – they had a fantastic year, and, the, you know, the two games I saw them in, in the basketball court was pretty, pretty impressive. And they're a crazy student section during basketball season. So I can't imagine how they are during football, especially during the Discovery Bowl against San Marcos. Um, and then, uh, you know, going on to Arizona, you know, we're going to start expanding very soon. Decided to bring in Sandy Charles from Arizona Varsity. And, uh, you know, it sounds like she, she does not ignore the, uh, the student sessions. She sees them and she recognizes them. She had a list. And it sounds like we had to go check out uh, Horizon and, and Highland and Liberty and all these other student sections she brought up in the, uh, in the uh, Phoenix area. 
you know, but uh, she talked about the situation as far as COVID, but uh, she really, I mean, it sounds like Arizona isn't too far away as far as school spirit. It seems like they know how to bring it. No, she was super sharp. I mean, I really, I really loved getting her uh, uh, introspect on, you know, because she's done both California and Arizona. So she knows, you know what I mean? So uh, I really loved hearing uh, how she's talking about that's like the to-do thing on a Friday night. Like, so if she's going to go out, it's going to be a date night. Man, they choose to go to a high school football game, which is which is crazy because most other adults would be like, oh, I don't know, a movie, you know what I mean? But like uh, just with everything that's like so passionate with what they're doing in student sections and the school spirit and uh, what they're bringing to the table at the, in those high schools out there is pretty awesome. And the cool thing is uh, I like how she uh, differentiated uh, the levels too because, I mean, she's, you know, a Cardinals reporter. So uh, she has a lot to do with multi-levels of sports. It's not just the prep level. So she's got, you know, uh, a different perspective that, you know, other high school beat reporters, they're just reporting on, you know, prep. They're not reporting on, you know, college or pro. And so uh, it was really kind of awesome to, to hear her, her opinion and, and, and what she had. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean – She's dating my brother. I mean, they've been, they've been together for a while. I didn't know that they went on basketball games for dates. So that kind of caught me off guard. But, uh, you know, uh, I knew I had to go check out Arizona because my brother would send me videos. Like, check this student section out. I'm like, wow, these guys, these guys can bring in as well. So um, we'll be checking them out. I mean, if I'm going to visit family down there, uh, I'll have to stop by a high school game there. But anyway, guys, um, that's our show. And, and I brought up the, our schedule for, uh, for the next four episodes to close out the season. We're going to start doing the PA announcing a series in the summer, S- possibly six episodes, maybe more, uh, pending on when football comes back. But uh, I already have unconfirmed uh, uh, several guests already on. I have to 100% confirm with all of them. But uh, that's going to be fun as well. We'll be doing a Q&A rivalries. As far as next week, we were talking about Fairmont Prep Loud Crowd. And I wanted to see if Dan O'Bono wanted to be our guest on next week. But uh, you got to you gotta, – handle some stuff with family business. So we're not sure you're going to be hundred percent for next week, but I got a backup Mitchell Siegel that can possibly fill in if you can't. And uh, that's going to be interesting not to have you as my, my, uh, my go-to next week. I uh, know. Well, you know, I, I know so many people are like so scared of COVID and you know, they try to do protection and all that kind of stuff. But uh, my daughter, she flew out, my oldest daughter, she lives in Texas. Uh, her husband's in the army. Uh, they just got married, uh, you know, uh, right after Christmas at the new year. So it's pretty awesome. She moved away. But she came out to visit, surprised my wife. So it's kind of nice to have all the kids home for uh, Mother's Day. But uh, instead of her flying back, uh, we're actually going to drive her to Texas. So I know a lot of people are probably like up in arms like, what? But, hey, it's that's my role. So And I'm the navigator. So, uh, yeah, we'll be driving a, a whole crew of Humes and, and uh, my family out there to uh, – uh, take her back. So uh, I don't know what to expect because I know that, you know, here in Southern California and other parts of the country, you know, they're really, uh, yeah, there's two, there's two different, you know, spectrums. There's the people yeah. that want to like have everything closed and, you know, super quarantined and uh, don't open until there's a vaccine. And then there's the people like, you know, open now, like let's reinvigorate this economy and, and uh, play our cards how they lay. So um, but you know, well, you got to do what you got to do as a dad. So that's my role. And I have no opinion on it. Uh, I'm not going to sway one way or the other. I just know I got to get my daughter back. So, uh, there we go. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's the only reason I'll, I'll be on the road. So it's like, uh, if, if I get there and I can do it, I'll be more than happy to get back on the air and 
uh, be able to uh, do this, which I absolutely love uh, being able to hang with you and talk with you every single week. And same thing with all the, the student sections and the reporters and all the teams. It's just something that I love and I'm passionate about. So um, yeah, I, I can't wait to, to be on again. Yeah. You know, and uh, luckily, I mean, it's a good thing to had Sandy Charles on. Maybe you, know, you can stop by Arizona and hit up all those, uh, those food, all the pizza places she brought. She talked yeah, about. I know. Right. Oh yeah, definitely. Like uh, I, I, I guess that's the crazy thing with what you do and what I do. We, we probably, you know, after all the, you know, cloud of COVID lifts. Uh, we have so many different places that just because of what you do and what I do, we we could bump into, you know, one of those spots or purposely go do one of those spots. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, that would be, that would be fabulous to, to hit one of those places <laughs> up. Absolutely. Um, so hopefully we'll have Chris on and now we'll have a, a, a special guest on assignment. Uh, maybe it might be Mitchell Siegel, maybe it might be someone else, but uh, hopefully we don't have to think about plan B. But, uh, yeah, those four episodes, and then luckily you and I both have some PA announcing background, so we'll have the PA announcing series uh, ready to go. And hopefully by, uh, by August we're back on schedule with football. Who knows? Uh, it all, it's all up in the air. But, but guys, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, guys, keep following us on SoCal Student Sections on Instagram, SoCal Sections on Twitter, and SoCal Student Sections on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter, malvarez 2 uh, that's A-L-V-A-R-E-Z. Don't forget the M in front of that. O2. Uh, Instagram, it's Manny A2, M-A-N-N-Y-A2. Uh, you know, uh, keep following SoCal student sections, but uh, we'll let you know when we start making that change. I know uh, we're going to have a hard time trying to get everyone into transferring into going with the new name. But uh, yeah, go ahead and keep following us, and and we can't wait to to really really expand. I know we've been expanding as far as this podcast, but uh, coach, uh, just uh, you know, if people want to see where you're out on the road uh, next week, uh, where do they follow? Yeah, uh, Coach Yolm uh, on Twitter and Facebook, C O A C H H U L M E, and then on Instagram, it's at Coach so C O A C H dot H U L M E. So yeah, yeah. I, look, I, I wanted to give a shout. out. I think it's the perfect time. As I, hey, can I give a shout out? Let's give a shout out. You know who I want to give a shout out to? Who? Uh, so we've been doing this for 19 episodes, right? Yeah. And we just got into our analytics on you know views, and uh, we'll keep that secret, folks. But we are definitely growing. But. I wanted to give a shout out to Turlock High School because out of all of our shows, uh, out of this whole go, uh, we're based in Southern California and Turlock had the most listens out of any episode that we have done yet so far. So the power of NorCal and just the power of us growing, uh, I'm really excited. Now we're venturing into Arizona. So Turlock, you have a special place in our heart. I just want to thank you uh, and give you much appreciation because uh, that's amazing. So for all the schools out there, whether you're in SoCal, whether you're in NorCal, whether you're in Arizona uh, and other places in the United States that will be coming to listen, follow, uh, hit us up, show us what you've got out there. We want to see your student section. Uh, I'm really excited. I know Manny, this like, Manny eats, sleeps, breathes this stuff. So like, <laughs> let us come out. Let's, let's, let's support your mission. Hit us up. You know, and 
I mean, that, that was motivate. I mean, the, them coming on and talking, it was already like, let's do this. But then to see the numbers just explode as our most viewership ever or listeners ever was more motivation than, than we already had. Um, I think it broke the uh, previous one, which was held by the Palm Desert uh, Aztec Army. Yeah, um, no, I, I know. I, so, I, was excited. I was excited. I was like, whoa. Yeah, so, I mean, I can't wait to get these student sections. I mean, I want to see maybe Nevada, Oregon, and, and Washington want some of this smoke here. So, maybe we might have to go to them. Um, yeah, I can't wait. And it's going to be very exciting. And, yeah, like, like you mentioned, yeah, I eat, eat, sleep, think student sections all the time. And I'm really, I, I'm really excited to see if the football season starts on time so I can start scheduling where I'm going to go Thursday, Friday, and potentially Saturday. Um, I have been willing to even, you know, kind of say, you know what, maybe my sport sports writing career is come to an end. I want to focus on student sections, you know, now I'm going to find a, a regular job and then put my side hustle here with this because I love it so much. And I love seeing the school spirit and seeing schools unite. So um, hopefully this keeps growing and growing and growing and it benefits. But anyway, guys, keep following us, keep listening to us and see if someone can break that Turlock record. And yeah, guys, if you have any videos or any, anything you guys want to bring up, let us know. We'll talk about it. Uh, we're going to start doing Q&A rivalries really soon. And if you know of a PA announcer who wants to be part of that PA series or you know they, they want to be on, let us know. But anyway, guys, be safe. Uh, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, Bye. thanks.